tuned in to Full Service Radio. Full Service Radio. Full Service. Full Service. Full Service. Full Service Radio. Welcome to Window Seat, recorded live from the beautiful Lion Hotel in Amsterdam, Washington, D.C. Broadcast live on Full Service Radio, presented by Amila. Adams Morgan Youth Leadership Academy, an urban talent and youth leadership development platform. I'm one of your hosts, Christopher. I have with me today, Mr. Francis. Yes, what's up? And in the back, back there, we have new talent with us, Mr. Jamal Gray. How you doing? <laughs> you can't hear him. The mic ain't in front of him. He wasn't uh, prepared. He didn't know. Yeah, yeah. I ain't know. I ain't know. Peace, <laughs> peace, y'all. They know what's up. Yeah, thank you. Um, Happy to be here. So, we're here to inspire the youth. We've had uh, some pretty inspiring people here on the past. We've had with us Mr. Samuel Bugs. He uh, gave the prison system a good part of his life and was just telling his story of how he got into all that and uh, his struggles with addiction. We've had um, Scott Cecil from the uh, Minority Cannabis Business Association. I like that one. Yeah. The guy, he kind of a genius to me, but he gave us all the information about uh, the cannabis business and minorities and things they could do to, to get involved in minority business. How you but can make can, some money. How you can make some money. That's a new industry. And you know what? He also gave us information about drugs, how to test for drugs. Which drugs to test which for? Are, where you can get information or the tools to test for drugs if you're taking drugs like Molly or X and the positive effects of taking those drugs mdma and all that i was uh up on the uh sherry lumpkin interview i like that one that was with a uh, rag baby uh exchange she talked to us about the power of affirmation she worked with people and you know hardships background youth and she helped them create a doll that you stuff with beautiful things about yourself so yeah. like I'm beautiful, I'm kind, I'm smart, right. this doll looks like you. So yeah. like, if you have a kid, that's a pretty dope thing to look right. to every night. Help you get over trauma and, and negative experiences that you're holding on to. Look at the positive in you. Well, yeah, that's beautiful. I, definitely. Who else you got? We got, um, who else we work with? Kingpin Slim. My man. Dope guest. I thought so. Local artist. I think he's more than an artist. I would call him a historian. Yeah, he's always doing his show, though. Like, I know he, he uh, had a show at Big Chief. I think, I think, yeah. He did, he did a show at um, RFK. Remember? Hustler. Oh, I say yeah, Hustler, too. Yeah, yeah. Not in a bad way because he's he getting he legit about, creative he, money right now. Yeah, he told us about merch, how important merch is when you uh making money. When you are, uh, uh, I don't want to say a small artist, but you a growing yeah, no, don't artist. Do that, yeah. No, no, no. no. Yeah, he's he a legit he's, artist. He's, he's a growing he artist, but, um, you know, different avenues artists take to make a little bit of extra cash. And we had a, <laughs> I don't know if you noticed, I used the word hat. We had an outstanding show planned for you today. I had a uh, really good friend that was supposed to stop by. Real uh, estate expert. Yeah, John Paul Joy. He was going to join us. He flips properties for a living. He's been doing it for about 10 years. But he got caught up in a closing um, about an hour away. It ran longer than he expected. So he couldn't make it. So today me and Mr. Francis are kind of just winging it. Yeah. I'm thinking uh, you're gonna get you're gonna get the best guest today. <laughs> I'm thinking we're gonna talk about Trump a little bit, only because I kind of don't want to talk about uh, Drake and Pusha T, but I think they've been all over the news. I, you know, I heard a little bit about the Drake Pusha T thing this morning, but I don't I don't know what else. I heard both sides. I respect both of, both of them. Oh, I ain't hear Drake's side yet. I like, I don't know, I like Drake. I, maybe I just, I like Canada, I like Drake. I don't know, he just seemed to be comfortable with himself. But we're not talking about that right Sorry. now. 
Yeah, we're going to get in the Drake. You got to tell me later what happened with the Drake side. And I'll just give you the HBO Go log in. We'll see what's happening. <laughs> okay. Um, oh, that's – yeah, I didn't watch that. You uh, you living life, though. You want to talk about your life at all or no? Not today. But, yeah, I'm living life. You not know what's today? crazy? I'll just – I will say this. Even though, Chris, you put me on the spot. I don't know why you're doing this to me. No, it's, it's I think I think it's a better show when we're a little bit more transparent. I will say this about life. The thing the thing that I'm learning about life is that uh sometimes things happen and you think it's the worst possible thing ever. And you having these experiences and uh you know, up and downs and you wishing and hoping that the thing that's happening isn't happening mm-hmm. and then time passes and you're having different experiences as those times are passing and hopefully you're taking that time to grow. Uh, individually and you know make yourself better and you you know usually you get an opportunity to see things from a different angle right you get a oh, different you're talking to Cole brother I gotta, yeah, you I, gotta nah, give nah. it to me or not give it to me give it to me no I'm not giving it to you. all, right, not not all to I'm gonna say is things ain't always as bad as they seem give it a little bit of time not, nightmares don't only last one night as, as Beyonce said so beautifully <laughs> that's Beyonce we call him Beyonce love Beyonce too alright um, in that same uh, energy today was kind of like trying for me right cause you know this guest he cancelled on us last week it's my man yeah. so uh, I'm, I feel free and, and this shit almost we, we, we really got into at least I was I was you called me emotional I think I was passionate Nah, you was emotional this, this week. Because I was cool. like, I was like, I when you said you wanted to have this guest and we had an opportunity to have another guest, I was like, Nah, fuck that. He canceled once. Right, he canceled once. He don't get another shot. We got a guest, and you was like, Nah, this is my man. We gonna we just give him a chance. So you get here, um, and this is something I'm learning. You get here and catch a text message like 30, 40 minutes before it's time mm-hmm. to go on, and he say, Yo, I can't be here. So I'm like, Fuck. I got to hear Amari mouth. That was the first question. <laughs> like, the first thing that came but, uh, you know, I'm He was like, a, I told you. I, I just no, knew. No, I'm in such a good place. I ain't even. It shouldn't, uh, it's not That's why I waited last minute to tell you. I, I seen you. I was like, let me wait till we <laughs> go live to tell this nigga he ain't going to show up. And um, <laughs> I don't know. Like, the energy come over you where you kind of like blown and you got to go on the radio and talk to people and hope they uh, care. And, yeah, enjoy what you're saying. And yeah. you just don't want to bring that sour energy, right? Uh-huh. And, uh. That's where I really was at. I saw a uh, clip um, from the Breakfast Club. I think they had Ashley Larry on. It was playing a prank on him. Uh-huh. And Ashley Larry, like, they basically made it look like Charlemagne and DJ Envy wasn't going to be there. Mm-hmm. And I guess he's selling tickets for his show. Mm-hmm. And I see in his face, like, he just, like, torn up a little bit. Like, for real. Like, I got the Plan B team. I'm, I'm right. running with the JV team right now. <laughs> I couldn't even get the real starter. Right. And that's how I felt, like. Before they revealed to him it was a prank, but I saw him in his face. He's going through the emotions of how I'm going to muster this energy. Right. To still be excited about doing this show. Yeah, so um, but that's what I'm learning right now. So I don't know if you've listened to Window Seat. This is like, me and Amari are fresh at this shit. Yeah. Um, we've been blessed because we got people behind us. They kind of know what they're doing, right? So they give us tips. A lot of times we don't listen because we hard-headed. Yeah. But we um, we uh-huh. starting to. Uh-huh. But at the same time, you kind of know in your soul, like, you could do this shit if you really, it takes if you gave it the energy that yeah, it deserves. Yeah. But and not, life is, not, you fucking busy, right? Right. The energy outside of sitting in the booth, the energy, you know, on the weekends and at night and when you got free time in your day. Yeah, man. So, um, I don't know. On the way in, got the text message, 
sitting here now, um, I was proud of myself for a little bit because I, I think I made that switch where I was like, all right, cool. I'll go on even though I'm, uh, I was a little unprepared because mm-hmm. I just knew he was going to be here this time, not two weeks in a row. Mm-hmm. So, but why Trump, though? Why don't want to talk about Trump? Yeah. Uh, why Trump? Because I've sat in offices where the news were playing for 10 years, and I got to hear people um, who were clearly on the right, clearly on the left, and I'm as liberal as they come. Mm-hmm. And my belief leaving that office was people really um, care to hear what they already believe. Mm-hmm. No one really cares to see the other side, right? Mm-hmm. And sometimes when you liberal, you got to call a motherfucker out because he's just bullshitting. Mm-hmm. And then sometimes when you're conservative, mm-hmm. you need to do the same. Mm-hmm. I think Donald Trump isn't that smart. Okay. I just don't think he's a smart man. Okay. But I give him credit because if your life is a playground, right? Like, mm-hmm. if you only have the options of doing what you believe you could do, mm-hmm. that motherfucker used the word I in very powerful ways. Like yeah. He don't say nothing bad about himself nope. and let you, like, check him. He dismisses it so fast. Like, are you silly? I'm the, I'm the only American that can fix this economy right now. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Not there's 10 other in that room yeah, over there. Yeah. I'm the only one. Yeah. So it's like, I don't know. It, it when you hear it, you're like, oh, he got a, a huge ego. He an idiot. He can't put together, you know, words longer than five letters. But mm-hmm. he's president. Mm-hmm. He's like the president of the United the States. The power of belief. A, a fucking tough job, the right? The power of believing in yourself. Yeah. And I, and I, I, so I, so I, I disagree with the Trump uh, isn't smart. Right? I think people... I think people... You got to sell me on that one. Okay. So I think people judge intelligence based on what you said. Being able to speak well and books and... Training. Training, sounding good or something. It's more training than smart. Right. Being able to present yourself in a way that, you know, people will say, oh, he's smart. He he uses big words and he's articulate and all that shit. Right? But... um, Trump is fucking smart. Like, you're not... You can't be a dummy and get to where he got even before being president right so he may be smart he may not be smart in a traditional way he may not be smart in a way where you know you would talk to him and be like he's a really smart guy flavor Flav was on tv bro no yeah flavor well he trump was famous before he was on tv there's a reason trump was on tv he was he was on tv because he was trump nah man you could be dumb and get pretty far in life sometimes being dumb is like the most valuable thing you have no i think people use the um I think people use like so they'll say things about Trump like his dad gave him money or his dad gave him a lot of no, money. No, right? His dad gave him yes, but you got to keep that. If my father gave me money today, we going on a trip. I'm shopping. I'm and that's I'm I'm being honest. So yeah, you could and that's just yeah. But they they were like at two. He started getting two hundred thousand a year. Listen, so he went on his trip and then he got he re up. I understand there's a difference, but you gotta he he took the money and he grew the money. He took the money and he he did positive things with the money. He did other he he uh didn't he grew the Trump name. It didn't just you do you didn't know who his father was, right? But you I don't knew think him. he grew That's the like money. okay, all right. The See, kid, he should have never started talking. Hold on, about hold on, hold on. He didn't grow the money. What'd he do? I mean, not really like How? you did, he you think, rents out his name. That's his most valuable thing. He didn't 
he didn't but he let his to, taxes go so we know what he... The, but he made the name, right? When fucking... I know you saw what's love got to do with it. All she wanted was her name. But did, did he grow the money or did the money help grow his name? Like, is he just a good marketer? Like, I think he's good at marketing, I would say. But right. so what is he... But it's, it's, a, it's a skill. You have to be... I'm just using... I think it gets back to the skill that I said he has. It doesn't matter what... It is the fact you have to have some level of intelligence to do these things. You I can't think his be, level of intelligence. I do give that a level of intelligence, but they, I think that's an internal intelligence. That affirmation, that all that stuff we've been talking about, how you view yourself when you walk around. The the guest we had that said she wanted to be on the Olympics. You came across her path. Mm-hmm. She talked so boldly about herself yeah. making it to the Olympics. You bought in. Yeah, that's what Trump does. Is that, For years he's been talking about himself like I'm the I'm the master at real estate. I'm the master at this. I'm the best at that. Uh-huh. Everybody that come across his path buys in. Now he's actually the guy he says he is. So now I could just sell my name because I look like luxury, right? That sounds smart to me. Like just because it's you, we view it as a simple thing. It's something that most people don't do. Oh, I give him credit. There's a that's a there's a level of intelligence to that. But I don't think he's all right. So I don't think he's well trained. That's what I'll say. I, like he no. didn't go to Harvard. No, he's not, he not doing the stuff that traditionally. Presidents and should that's, be, that's, should, should that's do. my only point. Like we trying to judge him from a traditional view, and when you talk to most successful people, they don't take the traditional path. They're not traditional people, and a lot of times society will tell us we got to be in order to be successful. You got to do boom, 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 A, B, C, D, whatever, and then you'll be successful. You talk to successful people, they'll say no. This is how I did it. This is how I fucked up. This is what I said. This is the mistakes I made. Whatever. And I think Trump is a non-traditional dude. You know what? So when Trump was running, I was, I was, I was, hold on. Let me say this clearly. Okay. When Trump was running, I thought it was the best thing ever. This shit was hilarious. My, I just, my, all of my attention span just went over there. I would, let me tell you something. I, when then, when he was on TV, I would watch, I would laugh. I would talk about him the next day. You know what Trump did? You know what Trump said? And, to me, like, that's the biggest, that's why he won. Because he was on every, the tip of everybody's tongue. Everybody, even now, we talk, nobody likes this dude, but everybody nah, talks president. about him. He's president of the United States. Listen. A couple things with that. I call him president. I know a lot of black people, especially on, like, Facebook and Instagram, don't want to call him president. I don't know why, for the life of me, we act like the president is such a prestigious, per, what's the word? Pre. Per, per, what are you trying to say? Prestigious. I, I feel like I'm messing up the word. What are you trying to say? Prestigious. Thank you, sir. Prestigious. Oh, thank, thank you, you sir. Thank you, sir. Because half these presidents ain't been shit. Like, you know how many of them had slaves? Like, we can't. Are we gonna stop calling them all president? Like, they, their just moral compass has not been America's moral compass. I can't say too much of this because I work for the government. And y'all ain't getting me fired. <laughs> but the um. The moral compass of the government has been bullshit for years. So now all of a sudden we concerned with it. We can't call a man president. Yeah, no, I don't. I, I agree. We should. It doesn't matter. Like the title to me is not. It doesn't mean that much to me. But w- what I was saying um, about me being entertained by Trump when he was running for office, like I thought. Um, I never I didn't think that he would win, but I thought that uh, like he. I lost my train of thought. Chris. Well, I got a train of thought. Boys and girls, and listen, especially up. my young men out there. I know you go out to clubs and you want to meet girls and this, that, and the third. The next time you go out with a squad of four, uh, take your second in charge, right? Not the alpha dog, not the one that's really going to 
uh, persuade a young lady to look your direction. But take, take the second in charge and tell him to speak loudly and talk about why he likes Trump. Do that in the vicinity of women and you won't have to talk to them. They're going to jump in your conversation. I promise you. That's a good idea. That's, that's, that's what I used Trump for. That's what he was great for. You know what that example made me think of why even Trump won? You know, fortune favors the bold is what they say. Yeah. And it's a certain boldness to that. Even the example that you're giving about, like, all right, you can put yourself out there in a certain way. That's like a certain boldness that he has. And also speaking to the marketing thing, like, you speaking on that exactly of like, yes, you were engaged in the whole shitstorm, in the whole campaign of what was going on. It wasn't what is an election, but a big marketing campaign. Right. You're trying to market yourself. You got the talking points. You got your selling points. Right. And, you know, people was tuned in. And it was engaging for people. Right. And charming in a way for people. Even if they didn't like what he was saying, they was engaged. They had to be engaged. So. You reminded me of my, of my thought. Thank and there's you. a Bible verse that backs that as well. Um, so what I was going to say was Trump, I remember Trump was running for office and I would talk to people about Trump and, um, they would say, you know, everybody always had their negative opinions about Trump. And I was like, Trump is, reminds me of a new, like, he's just, he's so New York. Trump is so New York. If you wait, know, wait, what, what is your opinion of New Yorkers? Please explain that. So I have, I have, my family grew up, is, is from New York. I what, lived in New bro? York for a while in the Bronx. Okay. I, I lived in New York for a while. I know Chris lived in New York for a while. Yeah. And uh, he reminds me so much of a New Yorker. If you, it don't matter what you say, he always got something to say back. It, he could be dead ass wrong. He gonna say something. You're not gonna get away with saying something. He gonna say something back. He don't care who's listening. He don't care who's around. He gonna be the loudest person in the room. Super cocky. Like he's so New York to me. And I would say that to my New York family, New York friends, and they would be offended, but also proud. Like you know what? That's true. To, that's that's I think is 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 Trump like he's just so New York every time I hear him, so New York. Hmm. You agree? Disagree? I don't know. <laughs> I was in the military. You travel a lot. You meet a lot of people. I will say that New Yorkers, um, before I moved there, mm-hmm. kind of gained a reputation as being like really ill when it comes to like words. You dig mm-hmm, what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, they'll say it. They might not necessarily back it up mm-hmm. at the time, but, like, they can sell you anything. Mm-hmm. Um, in that respect, I want to say he's a New Yorker. But I don't want to color the liberals in New York um, with Trump's stench, I guess. No, I it, for me, it's just a personality. Like, Trump doesn't try to be a politician. He's just him. And the person. You know what's funny about that? <laughs> I think that's like the number one clue for I like Trump. I probably voted for Trump, but I don't want to let you know I like Trump. Like, I'm not going to. What's that? I'm not going to have a conversation. Like, if I'm a white man, I'm, I'm having a conversation with you. I'm not going to say, uh, yeah, I voted for Trump because it's it's not the thing you say to black people. I don't know why. You just don't say that. They don't go that far. Most people I come across with in this city, right. Washington, D.C., uh-huh. for those who are listening who are not in Washington, D.C., is a very, very liberal city um, in I don't know about in practice, but in thought, like you, if you communicate with people, they're very, very liberal. They're, they're mm-hmm. too smart um, a lot of times to tell you otherwise. But Trump, uh, people kind of carry it like they're ashamed a little bit to say uh, I voted for Trump. But they, what they will say is he's not a politician and they will say he carries himself um, kind of like, like, yeah, like off the cuff. And he's yeah. a regular person. So they'll compliment him in that manner. But rarely do I hear people just flat out say I voted for Trump. 
Yeah, I was uh, talking to a guy from another country. I don't remember where. And he was like, what's up with Trump? Why'd y'all vote for him? And I was like, you know what? I think why we voted for him, or not we, the people that voted for him voted for him um, because they see in him what they want to be, right? So they see, uh, he, they can relate to him because he's not very smart, which most people aren't. Oh, shit. You just said he was smart. Well, you know what I mean. Like, right. articulate and shit. Right. They're like, not regular people. You know what I mean? If we believed in us being regular, we could be Trump, but whatever. So not articulate, smart, the things that people tell us we have to be. So visually, he reminds them of themselves. But he's a successful guy. He's a famous guy. You know, his wife is a model. His, you know, he's, he doesn't say anything bad. Like, he's, they see who they want to be in him. And so they're hoping that he'll make them, like, it, it'll rub off on them, right? He's the president. He's going to say whatever he wants to say. He doesn't worry, care about what people think. He's successful. He's with models. He can, you know, act how he wants to act and get away with it. And, and, and it, what you just said uh, is kind of funny to me because um, I remember Tupac saying, um, and though it seems heaven sent, we ain't ready to see a black president. Yeah. And I remember thinking uh, when I was younger that I would never see a black president in my lifetime. I just felt like the... I thought I was going to be the president when I was young. Uh, I just didn't think it was going to happen. It just like the feeling in the air in race relations is just like, oh, they don't fuck with us. Uh-huh. Um, and Barack became president and it was inspiring to me. And I remember walking around telling people like, yeah, kind of. Um, I just want to vote for him because he's black. Uh-huh. And as, as much as that sounds ridiculous, it's very important for me when I have kids to look at them and tell them they could be whatever they want to be. Right. And for them to be able to look back and see shining examples of that actually come to fruition. So mm-hmm. for me, that's valuable. I don't care if it sounds stupid to vote for somebody um, just because they're black. So I would have thought he was the inspiring person. But I hear uh, Kanye talk, mm-hmm. and he says, Trump makes me think I could be president. Um, oh, and other people, because Kanye's of sick. because of how he carries himself. Kanye got, got mental. Problems. But I think there's something to that, because I absolutely understand. You could act like it's an ignorant statement, but... Um, when you look at Trump, you be like, "Damn, if he could do this, what?" What? Absolutely. I? Yeah, but it goes back to what you said in the beginning. He believes there's nothing that he'll do, and he'll talk bad about himself or think bad about himself. I think that's important. Like, so that's the key. So uh, what we gonna do real quick? We gonna take a, a short break. This is window seat. Um, because this is off the cuff, I'm gonna talk with my co-host a little bit about. What are we going to talk about going forward? I still want to hear um, what redeeming quality y'all think Trump has, if y'all think he has any outside of the powerful ways in which he uses the word I. Uh, uh.
Welcome back to Window Seat, recorded live from the Lion Hotel in Adams Morgan, Washington, D.C. Um, we are winging it. Yeah, no guess. Uh, I kind of, you know, it's funny. Since we had that guest, we talked about um, uh, what was it? Um, she was a victim of abuse. But what was the title of the show? Do you remember? Um, it was a positive thing because a lot of times people want to. It's the power of art and coming out of situ- situations and learning how to heal from, from domestic. Uh, you can see we're reaching. Yeah, but. Something I definitely took. It's a dope for, show, though. Yeah, Be- it, was, it was a great women. show. Yeah, go back and listen to it. Yeah, just scroll down. Don't listen to every show because we're still <laughs> learning. But um, we got a lot of good ones in there. Stop yeah, this, this every season. now and then, like any, many, many more, you can find oh, the right one. Um, but one of the things that I took from that show uh, that was really great for me, it was a moment we were sitting here and one of the guests were a little bit emotional because it's a, it's a, it's a hard story to go back over when you dealt with abuse. And... Um, the other host, I mean, the other guest on the show looked up and started talking about how, as humans, we all are winging it in a, in a way. Mm-hmm. And I've, since I've heard that, I've been like, when I'm caught in the right circumstance, mm-hmm. it's kind of like easing a little bit to understand that everybody here, this is their first Time experience doing this, right. doing this shit. So right. like some people are carrying themselves like they like they've done it before, like and they and they have know. maybe been trained, right. but at the end of the day, they're winging it, mm-hmm. which is kind of dope. Um, did you have any more redeemable qualities for Trump, or were you out? Is, it, is that the only one we can come up with? Is the the, the powerful ways in which he uses the word "I"? Oh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> now this isn't my thing, but we got a we got a silent guest in the studio uh-huh. who said Trump got to kiss a black baby. <laughs> That'll 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 <laughs> oh, that'll that'll get Trump uh, a couple of extra votes if he puts his lip. I don't know what it, what Mama do that that baby's mom if Trump tries to kiss her baby. But thinking that black and white shit though, he really do stick to his guns too. That's that's maybe two things. The mother he wouldn't come out and say uh, the white nationalists or whatever they were were wrong. Man, he said. Do you do you understand listen. who do you have to be to be president to not come out and say them folks was wrong? He said. I don't know what, like 2,000, almost 3,000 people died in that the hurricane in Puerto Rico. He said, we did a fabulous job. No no uh, administration in history handled a storm of that magnitude the way we did. Crazy. It, I mean, he, I don't know where he was overseas somewhere giving some speech, and he said... Uh, and he was tossing toilet paper to the people there. At, yeah, in Puerto I, but, Rico. You know, I, was, I, I swear to God, I was not mad at him because their response was like he was throwing up money. It was like Puerto Ricans, honestly, I felt bad. That was a bad moment for all the Puerto Ricans. He was throwing up toilet paper like basketball, and y'all responding like he was tossing out, like, stacks of cash. Yeah, but they, that shit was important. I mean, they suffering. Nah, bro. Um, nah, you, you got, I mean. I do have a question. What? I want to know what you think your responsibility is, um, in this political climate, right? Mm-hmm. When you're when you're liberal, I'm assuming you're liberal. Mm-hmm. Um, I ain't Republican. First, let me say I don't like that liberal Republican shit. To well, me. All right, when you're Democratic or whatever. Well, I'm saying I don't like the parties. I think that's that's dumb. But go ahead. Yeah, because I feel like a lot of us um, just won't have the conversation at this point. Like I hear a lot of Black people, in particular, say, "Yo, why is he going to take that visit with Trump?" Mm-hmm. Um, 
I don't know if that's the right move. Every time I hear that, I'm like, uh, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Why? Because uh, what's the girl's name? Kim Kardashian went and she got something done? No, because I don't know if there's anything elevated about not having the conversation, right? Somebody can be wrong. Somebody could be Republican. Mm-hmm. They, they're, they're not necessarily racist. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's all teachable. It's all like at a it's certain opportunity. point. Yeah, you want to win. Mm-hmm. I get it. You want to win. Yeah. But at the same time, there's a opportunity there to elevate your brother or let your brother elevate you, right? That reminds me of a really good quote. What's that? It's from a classic movie, White Men Can't Jump. Uh, <laughs> when Gloria is on the boat. I'm a movie guy, y'all, so I, I like this shit. When Gloria's on the bus and she's going to get uh, the money back that, that her boyfriend lost when mm-hmm. he was set up. I don't know if y'all remember White Men Can't Jump. You got it. No, no, we remember. Go ahead. Okay. And they on the bus and... Um, I don't remember. She's telling, she's telling Billy, her boyfriend, she's like, sometimes when you win, you, you actually really lose. lose. And sometimes, and sometimes when, when you lose, lose you, you actually win. win. And sometimes <laughs> when you lose a win, you really tie. And sometimes when you tie, you really lose a I win. I can't believe that fucking quote came up. But this shit is quote. so real. It's the, what? That's the most, because most people are so concerned, concerned with winning, they're not realizing when they win, they actually lose. You and, know what quote I think about from time to time? What? Boney T. Um, I don't even remember the movie. Boney T. Why do I remember Chris that Rock. name? Oh, Boney T. That's, uh, uh, was that CB4? Marcus. Nah, it was Marcus. Uh, Boomerang. Oh, Boomerang. Yeah, Boomerang. He, t- he saw Marcus in the hallway. He was like, uh, you think Ma- Malcolm X died so you could walk around looking like a chump? <laughs> like, that's, that's my pep talk to myself. <laughs> Boomerang. That's another classic movie. <laughs> First the fat boys, now this. <laughs> so what do you think your responsibility is? Do you have the conversation or do you just kind of move on? Now you uh you have to have the conversation. But it's hard because people hold you to a standard that's kind of not fair. What do you mean? So I remember when Trump first won and he had all these people coming to Trump Tower to meet with him. And I know a few black people went. I don't know if Steve Harvey was one of them. I think Kanye went then too. Bro, I and, think everybody they, that went lost. And they caught all the shit because they went to talk to him. Yeah, I think that's what, when I said lost, I yeah. think Steve Harvey lost his show. I think he did. I'm almost certain just recently he lost his show. Oh, I think, yeah, but was that? I think that? Jennifer Hudson, if she went to sing, like, people oh, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Was that? No, that her. wasn't Jennifer Hudson. That was uh, Mich- Chrisette Michelle. Chrisette Michelle. Yeah, but you're you right. She but lost. But she was like on a. <laughs> yeah, she, she had was, to do what she needed yeah, that Yeah, bread. she needed the money. She had to do it. But no, I, I think I agree with you. I think that uh, it's, it is an opportunity. And I think depending on why you're going, um, you never know what could happen. Like, like, like I said, Kim could have said, no, I'm not going to go because I don't fuck with Trump. But she went anyway. I think at that point you got to live. Like Chris always tell me, you got to live your truth. And if you got something to say, you can't worry about what other people are going to say. You got to live your shit and, and go have that meeting. Yeah, no, you shouldn't. Again, back to successful people, back to smart people. They'll tell you, don't miss an opportunity. Like, this could be your moment. So, no, you definitely got to go have that, that conversation. Absolutely. I'm trying to think of redeemable qualities. It's sad because if it was somebody else, another president, you, would, you could have a redeemable. Even uh, George Bush W. You could I, say I he, liked him. I don't know why. Because he was funny. Because he, he, was, he was like more, he was a, seemed like a regular dude. Like how we doing this podcast and we'll fuck up what we're trying to say. He'll be giving a speech and really fuck up what he's trying to say. And people will make fun of him like, he the president. How you fucking know what you're trying to say? But in hindsight, it's like, human to make a mistake like almost 
almost, because it's not true, but almost before Barack Obama, I would rather have a drink with Bush. Like, I just feel like I have a good time with Bush. Yeah, absolutely. You don't think you have a good time with Trump if you had a drink? Tell the truth. Trump would be a riot. Trump would be fucking, fucking hilarious. Me? I would love to have a drink with Trump. <laughs> as, not as president, though. Before he was, now he would probably be a little bit more censored. But before he was president, man, listen. You just brought up Kim Kardashian. Yeah. Keep in mind, we're winging this, and I don't know if I like to go, go ahead. this direction. We, I'll stop you if I think it's too much. And then we got, you got to stop this thing on his phone. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta, <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Listen, though. Listen. Listen. I think it's a great place to be. I think history has shown us a great place to be mm-hmm. is the go between white and black culture. And I think Kim Kardashian has made millions of dollars mm-hmm. because she's been the go-between for white and black culture. Now, the prerequisites for being the go-between on white and black culture is that you have to be white. You can't be black. You can't do it. Let me I think. don't know. I don't know if white people aren't comfortable enough with somebody being black being the interpreter. But like, hold on. There is Will Smith. I'll stop you right there. Will Smith. Oh, don't do Will, Will Smith, Smith like is, that. I'm saying the go-between. Oh, don't you didn't, you do didn't Will say, Smith you like that. You didn't say Cooning. You didn't say Cooning. Uh, no, no, I don't think he's Cooning. We got to say it. Well, he's, he, he's the go-between. If we're going to make that example. But go ahead. But go ahead. And I, and I don't want to make a parallel between Will Smith <laughs> and Kim Kardashian. Not at all. I think Will Smith is. His trajectory is way more positive and built off positivity. And talent. And talent. Yeah, well, like, there are certain talents that she has as well that <laughs> were displayed earlier <laughs> in video form. But we don't inspire the youth. But what I'm yeah, saying. Wait, 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 that's true. No, go ahead, not being explicit about it, but no, I, I'm sorry. That's just what I thought. Will Smith is an example of that, but please continue. I agree. I, I got I to side with him on that one. I don't know, man, but it, I think the cash cows are really. Of, I don't think you have to be white. I want to be clear. I don't, I don't think you have to be black, white, but I don't think you can be black. I think they're more interested when you're not black. I think Elvis Presley, I think Eminem, I think Kim Kardashian, um, any, I don't know, if I, like, like these like white rappers right now. Yeah. Um, I think Action Bronson is true to himself, right? I think he's legit. You mean Ghostface? No, no, no. Don't do that. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I think Action Bronson walks around being himself 100% of the time. I don't think he's out there just um, faking it for fame, right? Mm-hmm. But I do think there's a, um, I don't know, you get an extra inch sometimes for being white. Like, I think secretly A&Rs Paul were out dead. there. Um, come on, man, don't Sorry. do that. <laughs> <laughs> I think A&Rs were out there years ago. Looking for just white rappers. Like Iggy yeah, and Zelda. Yeah, because it was hot. That, that, I think that was the hot thing. I think their culture is infatuated with our culture. Yes. And it's a little easier to, to pay attention to when it's somebody that you're not afraid of. I, I think I agree with you. And, but in, in, the, in the example of Action Bronson, I think the difference is when it's appropriated in that way, and we could look at Action Bronson versus Iggy Azalea when it's genuine and it's coming from context and real perspective said Action Bronson it lasts longer everything else Iggy Azalea it doesn't last Vanilla Ice whatever that is it's like the facade can only be up for so long but there will be initial a bigger push than there will be for um, a black artist that could come with the same sounds and the same whatever look or appearance or whatever but you know, if you think if we talk about America, you know who is still the biggest 
consumer, well, let me not say consumer group, but, you know, we're talking about America and exporting American culture is always black culture is really what a, a originally American culture is. If we really look at it, all of the real things that were actually invented here, you know what I'm saying, culturally come from us in one way or the other. But they get expanded upon and inflated and marketed. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like jazz, for one, is definitely it's American classical music. But, of course, it was co-opted and adopted by the mainstream, by mainstream America. And, and yeah, so I agree with what you're saying for sure. Jamal, it's important that you hear his voice because he has a show here on at Full Service Radio as Dreamcast. well. Dreamcast. Yeah, yeah. So pay attention if you're in the arts and music. Um was there something up? My thoughts have been jumping around. Yeah, because we were from like Trump. Shit well, today. What you, well, all right, we get. Let's get back to redeeming qualities. Do you have a redeeming? Yo, quality? you really want this redeeming quality? Yeah. Do you have a redeeming quality? I have a title for this show. What's that? Caping for Trump. Yeah, let's let's do it. I'm Caping all for, for it. <laughs> no, well, wait, no, wait. <laughs> First, well, hold on, hold on. We can we name it. John canceled again, so we cape it for Trump. All right, we, that's what we'll do. Okay. Fair enough. All right. Sorry, John. <laughs> <laughs> what um, uh, I think the last thing that I want to talk about, we have a couple more minutes left. Um, something I've been doing a lot lately, I've been listening to MB, NPR. Uh, okay. I shouldn't necessarily promote another podcast, no, but I'm going to tell you the truth. Yeah. Uh, one of the stations I've been listening to or one of the shows I've been listening to is how I built this. And I know... I probably got on your nerves a little bit because I'll call now. Yeah. And I'll be like, one of the questions I'll ask you is like, yo, what's, what's the problem? Yeah. Because I'm realizing. I don't like that question. No, but I, I am realizing to. Well, um, wait, explain why you asked that question. What, what's the problem? Because I think a lot of people who are like killing it in this country have identified a problem and they've offered a solution, right? So mm-hmm. they, they've had a problem. Uh, it's cause and effect. They see something that's missing mm-hmm. and they just decide. You know, I'm going to fix this. There's another podcast, uh, How I Pitched This, and you have a, uh, a couple of investors listening to somebody who's trying to build a company, and he's telling, he's offering his solution to whatever problem he's identified. And they're trying to poke holes in the problem. They're trying to see if it's a real, genuine problem. Mm-hmm. Um, I know we're here to inspire the youth, and it's important that we do that. But I think um, if there's anything that you should be able to take from this show, um, it's very, very powerful to understand your ability, right? Trump is president of the United States. We're not a political show. But pay attention to how he uses the word I. Yeah. It's always, always, always to his benefit. He doesn't say, I'm sleepy, I'm tired. And when you build that playground, right, when you, when you build that for wherever, this is where I'm going to operate, and you identify a problem, there are so many problems out there that have not been solved. As fast as technology moves, I think we're actually moving slow. There's so much more that we could fix mm-hmm. that are billion-dollar industries overnight. So um, if you listen to this, I encourage you to ask yourself what the problem And if you do so, I guarantee you the universe will give you an answer. You'll just start looking everywhere. You'll say, damn, it's single mothers out here. Mm-hmm. And they want to go to the therapist, too. And they don't necessarily have a babysitter. Why can't they drop their kid off to this place like Starbucks mm-hmm. and pick their kid up later and, and, and then go to the mall on the other side of town and not want to shop with their kid and drop this, their kid off at this store in the mall? Like, why is there not an app for that? There's so much things that you can do that haven't necessarily been solved. Right. 
Are we um, any other way we're going to inspire the youth before we get out of here? I want to. Can I? I need to shout out a couple of you. Can I shout some somebody out? I don't like them niggas. We're not talking about them. Jamal, you want to inspire the youth? Man, well, hold on. I want to shout out my sons, man. I, I am a youth that you all are inspiring right now. So thank, thank you, sir. Jamal ain't no youth. I want to shout out. I want to. I want to. I want to shout out my sons. Right. They uh, applying for college. My boys are seventeen. I got twin boys that are seventeen, and they applying for college. And they, my son, yesterday gave me uh, an essay he's writing to for his college application. I'm reading through it, and I'm just like, "Dag, he's really applying for college." What and college is he applying to? I think this essay is for like, um, like Maryland University of Maryland. That's so, a good school, great school. Yeah, but he's he, so he's looking at a couple of different schools because he did really good last year. Like his, he got a four point one GPA last year. Holy shit! Yeah, before that, it wasn't. What a round of applause! That we gonna do it with yeah. our hands right now. Before that, before <laughs> that, it, it was it was you know. But he 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 really came on strong last year. So, and then my other son is applying as well. And and you know, he told me he finished the essay, the application part. He just got to do essays. Just having those conversations with them and being able to talk about because that's something I didn't do. So I really don't know the process. So I'm asking people that I know that are close to me that I know care about the boys to help me and they looking out and giving me advice and things that I should do to help the boys, uh, you know, apply and, and, and get into school, man. And it makes me proud. Um, yeah, man, my son's about to go to college. And then I was I was at my, my son's house. and That's I was, your son? Uh, the... My boys, uh, so my my twins, so they okay. live with their mom. Okay, and I went to uh, I was I'm over. She's out of town, so I'm spending more time over there just to make sure that they straight. And uh, I went in his room, and his mom, in front of his desk, on little note sticky pads, put a bunch of, you know, affirmations, I guess, on his wall. So it's you are smart, you are amazing. Let never let anybody tell you. Shout you out can. to moms; they the it's best like, people on earth. It was like thirty. I'm sitting there like reading it like. I'm reading and getting inspired myself. So I was like, damn, I wanted to call him and be like, you did an amazing job. You know, just give us some positive. But I didn't. Anyway, but she getting this shout out today <laughs> right now, man. Shout out to my kids and shout out to their mom. Proud of, proud of them. And, uh, yeah, she's doing it. I got to piggyback on that one because, um, I don't know, I just bullshit through school. Mm-hmm. So when I hear somebody got a 4.0 in high school, man, I, I am. 4.1. 4.1. Yeah. I, uh. I didn't know you could get over a 4.0, to be honest. God, that, that lets you know how bad we did. <laughs> <laughs> AP classes. Extra yeah. AP classes. That's man. exactly. He took he took extra. He didn't do any uh, electives. It was all classes, and he had like two or three AP classes. So I'm not sure if Chan, which one. Uh, Chance. Chance or Chase. Um, but one of them was giving, one of your boys was giving positive feedbacks. About the show. That was to Chase. The show. Yeah, that was so Chase. So check this out. Um, I think. Chase is the one that got the, the 4.0 or no? No, that was Chance. Damn, they broke, they broke my system. I was going to say, look, 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 if you listen, don't tell him. If you listen and you holler at me, I'll give him $100 for the 4.0 because we're going to support him as a community. But Give him the $100 anyway. If he listened to the show, but you can't tell him. Now, you know, Chance got a job. He got money. Like, he got everything. Oh, $100 on me. Hey, shit that don't him. mean nothing. I mean, he could take it. <laughs> he could take it. But what I'm saying is he not, he not, I don't know. He could take it. But, I, yeah, I let him know. Um, well, even though Chris, you sold me twenty dollars for that that Ravens game. Come on, man, kill. Put that, put <laughs> you that, you offered somebody hundred dollars. I get my twenty. Put that hundred dollars on his school yeah, books, man. That's where that. it would go. That's for true. real, for real. And that's like one book the whole time, but still. Jamal wanted you next week, but uh, <laughs> he take my money now. <laughs> nah, cheers. Um, 
if you've been listening, thank you for joining us. Uh, I hope you found something to take from the show. Yeah. And uh, this is Window Seat. We gone. Thank y'all.